0: it's the friend zone with Tim and Guy. Come to the friend zone and have a good time. Yes, it's the friend zone with Tim and Guy. Because making friends is the best idea of all time. Hello to all and sundry. Welcome along to the friend zone, a place for you to kick your feet up, take your shoes off, not in that order, pour yourself a cuppa. Um, for me, peppermint mm. tea. I've been drinking a lot of peppermint tea lately. Also, uh, I haven't had it for a few weeks, but I've been having some sort of licorice tea, and it's so nice. Have you heard of this? Licorice tea? No, no. I don't don't even know what it is. Hi, everyone. It's Tim here. Keep an eye out for it, because it is a ruddy good time. Welcome back from your honeymoon. Thank you, Guy. I was in Vietnam and I was in Bali
1: and it was, shit, it was good. How long were you respectively in each place? Oh, a couple of weeks for each, I'd say. About that, nine days in Bali, I think.
0: Please relate the high and low light of your respective travels through the respective countries.
1: Um, my favourite bit, least favourite bit of Vietnam, probably. Um, power vomiting in the middle of the night into a toilet. And very nice accommodation, nonetheless. And then alcohol poisoning or food sick? Just a brief food sick, but it wasn't. Um, didn't last too long. A little sort of twenty-four hour jobby. Um, but we had signed up to do a uh, like an ab sailing, sort of a day out uh, the next the next day, starting in the morning. And I was committed to, to keeping the date, so we went and did that, and it was pretty full on. Pretty full on thing to do in 100% humidity, about 35 degrees centigrade, which, what's that in F? Hundo? Uh, A little under? Yeah, just under a Hundo, between 90 and Hundo. And uh, trying to climb up a a big tall mountain to absail down proved to be, you know, tricky, I'll say that. (laughs) Highlight. Just fucking, just the food, mate. I know everyone says it, but oh, good golly
0: gosh. What was the best meal?
1: um oh we had a lot of goodies i don't know it's all good it's all good stuff it's the baseline food the,
0: the, the quality was so high and also isn't it it's very cheap isn't it it's very cheap it's
1: obscenely cheap and we got to say stay in such a amazing accommodation because zoe had booked everything in uh look the, the woman doesn't mind roughing it but she loves a bit of luxury you know yeah and yeah because it's not that expensive. We just we were in places that had private pools and bloody spa baths, and we went on a little cruise in Harlong Bay on a boat for three days. Oh, Happy to hear it, mate.
0: boy. And tell me about Bali.
1: Bali. Temples, High and As low. far as the eye can see. You know the best bit about Bali? The dogs. They're everywhere, and they're just so chilled out. They're hot as hell, and they're just trying to get a little bit of shade, and they're there to <laughs> hang out. And they're very, they seem smarter than the average dog. They're just, they're there to chill and hang out with you and just be pals. But they're also very,
0: they're kind of cooler than you are. They're very cool. Can they make you sick? Don't know. Everything can make Don't you know. sick, I guess. And there the low a
1: point? A calculation we had before we left, because they offer you a, you've got to get a whole raft of shots before you go to these sorts of places when you're a young Kiwi lad, and they say, do you want a rabies shot? And it's like $400. And I looked to my darling wife, who's a doctor. She said, ah, probably be fine. There's a <laughs> so cure for one. rabies now anyway. No, that's not true. <laughs> don't tell the listeners that because it's untrue. No, no, no. <laughs>
0: rabies is rabies is covered. You don't got to worry about rabies anymore, everybody.
1: No, rabies is, uh, as far as I know, a 100% mortality rate guy.
0: <laughs> no, no, no. Well, then why wouldn't you
1: get the shot? Because it's very unlikely that you contract it in the first place. Rabies
0: is a deadly virus spread to people from the saliva of infected animals. The rabies virus is usually transmitted through a bite. Animals most likely to transmit rabies, others in the United States. Can a person be cured of rabies? Uh, Okay, so, maybe when I say that rabies is sorted, I mean that there's a really good vaccine. (laughs) Not that once you have rabies, you can be healed.
1: Yeah. The vaccine is what they offered us, but 400 bucks, we rolled the dice. It's like a whole couple of nights of five-star accommodation with a private pool, mate. Proud of you. Didn't do And the, the low
0: point of Bali?
1: Uh, um, oh, we had a bit of a... We had a slight time on the scooters one day. We we went out for a bunch of adventures on scooters, and there was one trail that a guy we met at a restaurant, some Aussie bloke, he was like, "Mate, take a shortcut, go through the rice paddy fields. You'll have a wonderful view." And uh, it was a little bit trickier than we than we thought. So <laughs> it yeah. was um, it was a bit full just, on. So were there just like with
0: tensions just slightly fraying while you were through the. Um,
1: not between us, I'd say, but it just it was a, it was a tricky old path. I, I'm I'm a little bit gung ho on the bikes though, so I don't know. I kind of
0: isn't it um, travel uh, a, a brilliant litmus test for any relationship, obviously. Truly, you, it is. You learn a lot about one another and yourself. You and I certainly have. We've done a lot of travelling together, haven't we, guy? My main lesson, and I, I've said it before, I say it again. You gotta you gotta keep Tim's blood sugar up, everybody. If you if it's you're a- dealing with Tim, you're talking to Tim. And he seems a little bit down, a little bit cranky. You just go out, you find something that's going to get his blood sugar up and the boy will be back to a, your, your lovely uh, old Timbo Wimbo in no time. The ass can really fall out of a vacation with Timbo if you... I'm like
1: a reverse gremlin. you got to feed me after midnight, before midnight, at midnight and all the other times. Keep that's me true. fed and keep me wet.
0: Your classic reverse gremlin. <laughs>
1: Guy, we're here in the friend zone It's not yeah. just you and I here it's, uh, it's It looks like it's a full bar as well It's crowded out there Yeah, The people,
0: they are restless I know, I, and I see you uh, You're swilling and sipping on a beautiful glass of vino Got a little Merlot, a little gifted Merlot That's nice
1: How about well, you, Guy? You look like... Where are you holed up at the moment?
0: Uh, I am... In Chelsea, London, England. Uh, It's where I've spent the last few nights. Um, My sister's temporarily staying here with a spare bed. So I am also temporarily staying here. And uh, life's pretty good, man. Um, Just, I I don't know what I'm going to do today. I'm flying to Jersey, which is best known uh, for being... Self-governing, but also part of the United Kingdom, and a tax haven. Uh, So I'm going to be taking, yeah, all of my tax. I'm going to be taking it on a lovely holiday, setting it up in a beautiful little haven. Uh, Yeah, I actually, I don't know a lot about Jersey. I've got a friend who lives there. He grew up there. He's lived abroad, so I met him, and he's back there. And so a few of us are going to go over. He's having an end of summer party. Uh, Are we
1: thinking you should take up smoking or something? No Just no, like you no. got to take advantage of this
0: tax-free status somehow. I don't know how you do that. I don't know that smoking's the way. You mean buy a large amount of cigarettes? Fuck, yeah, I tell you what, a trip to the grocery store will be interesting, especially, you know, with that, you know, backlog of living in New Zealand. I mean, I cannot wait to see the reduced price on various different goods and services.
1: <laughs> Is this how tax havens work? Look, if we understood mate, the
0: concept correctly? Do you have any idea how thick I am when it comes to matters of uh, math, numbers, money? Look, I've
1: just eaten, so I'm not going to answer that. It would be entirely too mean. But we'll say, I was gonna say, say say you yeah, get yeah, a you're, smoking habit, all right? And we'll uh, call it
0: even. I'm not going to But We'll be pleased to hear uh, the mailbag is absolutely flipping packed to the rafters. Mm. So let's dig in.
1: Lots of people at the bar as well, as I mentioned before, guys,
0: so we we'll, might bring one or two of those people in later. It, yeah, yeah, sounds good, man. Uh, dearest Timbo and Guy Guy, long-time listener, first-time writer, I recently wrote this blog about my time working on a dairy farm in rural Australia, comparing it to your struggles in the worst area of all time. It's a long one, so don't feel compelled to read it on the friend zone, but I figured you might get a chuckle out of it. I'll send some money, but annoyingly I was mugged last week, so I don't have the funds no. you boys deserve. On wow, a bright note, I'm thinking it. of writing another blog comparing the mugging with your experiences watching Real Rob. <laughs> I like this. Uh, also, I cycled across Melbourne to watch go to a stand-up bit about fucking sheep on a wine tour last year. It was a real honour to see that blue flannel bucket hat in action. <laughs> Cheers, Joe. Uh, and he's attached a link to a blog called The Worst Lifestyle of All Time. <laughs> uh and in the interests, I'll just read the, the blurb for it. And if people are interested, we can find a way to share it. Back in 2014, Tim Back and Guy McGonagher, two comments from New Zealand, started the aptly named podcast, The Worst Theory of All Time, in which they watched and reviewed the same film, Grown Ups 2, every week for a year. Through this public, week by week unraveling of their minds, the hosts underlined two things. It is, impossible, it, it is possible to overdose on Adam Sandler, And more importantly, variety really is the spice of life. In March 2018, I started a job on a dairy farm in rural New South Wales and unknowingly dived headfirst into something I could only call the worst lifestyle of all time. Uh, and then it goes on. So this actually looks like it could be a bit of fun. I'm going to leave it open. Uh, the webs- His name is Joe Gauntlet, spelled G-A-U-N-T-L-E-T-T. Uh, If you look up John Gauntlet, the worst lifestyle of all time, I'm sure that you will find it and can dive in. Joe or John? Joe. J-O-E-G-A-U-N-T-L-E-T-T. Joe Gauntlet, the worst lifestyle of all time.
1: Gauntlet. I think I've found it. Marvelous. Oh, no, I haven't found it. I'll get it off you. No, actually, I want to know how people can find this. Joe Gaunt, like the worst lifestyle, is it lifestyle of all time. Yeah. Whereas oh, search engine optimization is fucking terrible, I'll tell you that.
0: I don't know that What's it's the for public concern. I mean, I, I. I'm sure that people the- are enjoying listening to you. Uh, you know, search the internet. I just posted on the worst idea of all time Facebook page. How about that? That's How does good. that? What a good plan. That I'm cuts a corner. Form
1: by Google while I've searched for Joe as well. Explicit results filtered with surf search. So maybe he's wound up uh, cast aside alongside various pornographic websites. Did you just sites. say
0: surf search?
1: Safe search. Oh, yeah, I might have. I don't know.
0: Very impressive. <laughs> had, a,
1: had a vino or two. Oliver writes, Dear Tim Hauntons and Five Guys. Nice. I hope you two boys are well. I just wanted to drop you both a note to say how much I enjoyed... Overlooked and undercooked. Following the end of Worst Idea, my daily commutes were certainly poorer, owing to the lack of audible kiwi chocolate. With Worst Idea, I always found it helpful to watch the movie after a few episodes in order to better understand the podcast. With this go around, I didn't have enough time to watch a whole episode, so instead, I watched the coffee shop scene on YouTube, where Rob argues with the barista about tipping. Good lord, it isn't funny. The real tragedy of this show isn't the cinematography, post-production, or general lack of acting, but the fact that Schneider actually thinks it passes for comedy. Despite grown ups too being offensive to the point uh, sorry, to the vast majority of cinema goers, I didn't hate Schneider for I didn't hate Sandler for making it because teenage me would probably have enjoyed it. For all its flaws, the movie's slapstick humor in quotes, is comedy for a certain demographic. Real Rob, on the other hand, is just straight up not funny. Schneider is clearly aiming for cringe humour but totally misses the mark and it ends up looking like a giant... Oh, and ends up looking like a giant ass. He is the comedian who isn't funny. In fact, he strikes me as a real-life Krusty the Clown. Good luck with all your projects and I can't wait for season two. Well, thank you so
0: much. He's a bit like a real-life Krusty the Clown.
1: Fuck, I'd rate Krusty the Clown a lot higher than Rob Schneider. Tell you that for free.
0: I don't know that's fair. I got one for you, mate. Dear Witamy Houston and Lady Guy Guy. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. I've been meaning to write this letter for a while, so apologies if some of the content is outdated. My sister and I attended Guy and Alice's show at Union Hall the other week. We were the woman who ran up to take the seats at the front. Guy and Alice were joys to watch and it re-inspired me to reach out. Firstly, I'm a big fan of you both and the worst idea of all time, obviously. I would, however, like to lodge a small complaint. Here it comes. As the third and final season of the worst idea came to a close, I decided to watch We Are Your Friends. I know, I know, that was my first mistake. I attended the New York show back in November, hysterical, and was hoping to prolong the experience. The movie was more or less what I expected until the end. You boys had prepared me well for Squirrel's death and Zicoli's tears. What I was not prepared for, though, was that Johnny Depp and Jarhead don't become friends again after their post-Squirrel fight. I was expecting a big reconciliation at or before Summerfest, but instead the movie gives Zicoli a happy ending while, for all we know, Johnny Depp and Jarhead never speak again. Maybe it was the accents, but I do not recall either of you mentioning this enduring rift during any of the 60 podcasts you made about this movie. In all seriousness, love you guys, and feel free to read my name aloud if this makes it to the friend zone best. Rachel Berg from Connecticut, the setting of the smash hit, Grown Ups 2. I just feel like we weren't invested enough in either Johnny Depp or Jarhead's stories to care that they don't become friends again. Like they're not. 60 episodes though. You got to say that's a lot to miss something. They're not, they're not meant to be friends.
1: I think you're right. Maybe squirrel was the glue the whole time. And once you remove that, the whole friendship circle rightly, you know, comes away at the
0: seams and everyone goes their separate way. I think you're right. Um, I think of all of them, only Zakoli was willing to do the soul searching in the wake of his death that meant that he was going to make vast improvements as a person. Although, Jarhead, I think, you know, he's a hothead, but he also had a heart of gold. Johnny Depp, fucking slimy little weasel.
1: Why do you think Jarhead had a heart of gold? Not like what caused him to have that trait, but what causes you to believe that to be true?
0: Uh, he just, he does want the best for his friends, you know, and he believes in them. Uh, and he encourages them. like He he, he displays a lot of the, the virtues of being a good friend amongst all of his general pig-headed behaviour, uh, mm-hmm. which suggests he has the opportunity to outgrow his sort of prolonged adolescence and become a functioning and uh, contributing member of society. I do not hold Instead out such people. hope for Johnny Depp.
1: Anyway, Rachel, thanks for getting in touch. Uh, now, Kai, Kai writes... Hey folks, thanks for the time and energy you put into this. Means so much to me. Love Kai PS. I've made it to 70 watches of Sex in the City 2. My pace has... (laughs) Let me just let that land. My pace has slowed down considerably and I've burned every friendship watching experience. That is to say, I can now only watch it alone. Sometimes I will bump into people who are familiar with Deathblatt and I will ask them about the worst idea of all time. Sometimes they'll be confused or amused or say they like the first season but the second season was too brutal for them. Every once in a while I'll ask them if they ever watched the movies or specifically Sex in the City too. <laughs> they've all said no and usually <laughs> respond with <laughs> and quote I don't hate myself style remark. Feels like I'm asking them if they've tried heroin. Either way, I'm not sure when I'll stop watching Sex in the City too. <laughs> but now that I've t- now they've taken it off Netflix it has gotten much harder I don't have anything to plug I love you folks so much Jesus Christ well I wrote back I, I often with these correspondents and this isn't um, the best probably thing to do but I usually just bring them to the friend zone and don't reply but I did reply to Kai and all I wrote back was I'm, I'm worried about you Kai
0: yeah I think we all are. Like that have heard back that does sound and feel like a cry for help
1: It does, doesn't it? Kai. Not good.
0: I mean, you know, I suppose it's an interesting wrinkle you're adding to your life, but one that I think a lot of people will be befuddled by. So please do not keep doing this on our accord. Um, What you're doing is wrong and bad. (laughs) Uh. Oh, so this is a, this is a slightly older piece of correspondence, and I think one that we might have addressed previously. But there was that story going around on Twitter a while ago about a fifteen-year-old boy who's been arrested for sneaking an army of rats into Saint Michael's High School. The army of rats was allegedly meant to wreak havoc and also to kill that dirty bourge, bourgeoisie asshole principal. Um. I I got a real flood of people telling story, me about
1: that. Bring bring the story up. Give me a reading, guy. No, no, that Give was it was. Just,
0: it's not. A, it's not linked. It was just a sort of a meme style screen grab of the the uh, information find it for me. Uh, I am not your monkey. I do instead yeah. have, holy heck. Um, a big chunk of text. I'm going to read out for you here. Fabulous. Reads as follows Monty, is there any way you could get Tim to play a section in the director's commentary of God's Not Dead? The part where he's describing an emergency tracheostomy to his wife? It's just so beautifully inaccurate. I'm sure she would appreciate it. (laughs) it really tickled me as not only would it be the completely wrong procedure anyway but to jam a pen into someone's esophagus you'd have to go all the way through the trachea windpipe and then through to the esophagus food pipe to then just blow air into his stomach It would certainly haze in death, but unfortunately render him unable to renounce his atheism, muted by the pen in his throat, the blood surrounding, and now inside his lungs and the air in his stomach. Sorry, I really hope it hasn't come across as me shitting all over you, Tim. It just tickled me. Plus, as your wife is a doctor, I just imagined her shaking her head in disappointment when I was listening to it. I just had one final thought in regards to season three. When Alice Nen was on, she thought there was a small coffin in the MacBook Pro box. A coffin for a small animal. It really bugged me that no one took the bait and said it could have been a squirrel coffin. Forever planting the seed of impending doom in Coley's mind. Much akin to the spinning top at Inception. Christopher fucking Nolan, why don't you try directing a movie in order for once in your goddamn life? <laughs> <laughs> the, re- the director's commentaries you guys have done are amazing. I found a few of Tim's phrases slipping into my vocabulary, especially Oh Boy and Hog Wild. I'd love to hear from you if either of you are in the UK. I'm still looking to hop across New Zealand in a year's time. I'll be looking for any shows of the Little Empire crew. Live every moment and love every day, as you never know when Tim is around the corner waiting to jam a pen into your esophagus. (laughs) Josh. So thank you so much, Josh. Um, Uh, Very much enjoyed that. Yeah, Josh, that's me pink. It's very good.
1: Uh, I have no recollection of talking about a, a tracheotomy... On that particular Patreon episode. But uh, maybe I will try and dig it out and play it for Zoe. Bernie did a it. a real kick out of that.
0: I reckon she would too.
1: Hey, Kakapo Tim and Harst Eagle Guy. I find my... Sit- now... Those who are outside New Zealand won't know this, but those are two birds from New Zealand. One of them is extinct and one of them isn't, but I'm going to let you try and figure out which is which. I found myself wondering the other day about how the worst idea of all time has been rippling through your post-worst idea lives. And not the peaceful pebble dropped into a pond some, uh, concentric circles ripple kind of way, but more in the distorted and fractured, rippled space-time we may never get back to your home planet kind of way all those words were put together so yeah yeah. oh to your to your home planet but the letters were missing there uh not that i imagine that you are damaged in any appreciable way for us all in the friend zone now we know that you are good boys positive boys insane boys i wish no harm upon thee but just wondering what the cumulative impact of all those repeated viewings has been. Do you ever dream about grown-ups too? Waking up in your dream with a moose in your bedroom and then really waking up in your bedroom without a moose in it? Guy, do you instinctively look for coffee guy through all the plate glass windows of your Brooklyn days? Can neither of you even listen to music anymore for fear of conjuring crying DJs to your mind's eye? It must be such a goddamn breath of fresh air to only watch shite movies a single time, a la your Patreon work. Anyway, thanks as usual and I look forward to season two of Overlooked and Undercooked as well as more opportunities to hear Tim say the word voluminous. Your friend Alex from Santa Cruz, California. Uh, Alex, great email.
0: Yeah, hey, do you have any... Um, are there any lasting effects that it's had on you? Uh, it's genuinely changed
1: the way that I watch movies a bit. Like, I, I, I look at the background players far more than the central characters in a shot that's kind of an irreversible effect of what we've done
0: i um i was out for a meal with mum and dad recently and i'm just trying to remember what the song was i think it's a blondie song but maybe performed by alicia keys Mm -hmm. Um, in the film anyway it came on when we were out at a cafe that and Sydney Lauper's true colours uh, both have like really visceral and um, quite sick, at, like sickening guttural reactions for me, where I feel I'm conjured to a time and space I don't care to go back to. So there is Pavlovian. genuinely a lasting effect in that regard. Uh, otherwise, I think we got away scot free.
1: Oh, sorry. Pretty much.
0: Just yawn into the mic. Got a friend out I've of it. Been,
1: I, is that me?
0: Yeah, you're my friend.
1: Yeah, nice. You're my friend too. I've got an email here that's got some attached pictures of uh, rodents. Okay. I'm going to read this. It's from Fiona. Hi GNT, just wanted to drop you a message and say how much I love the potty. Recently got two beautiful pet rats, and naturally my thoughts turned to Brady, uh, King Brady. The father of rat kind. In honor of him, I named one of my boys Brad Dynamite. And the other I named Admiral Nonsense. Both Brad and the Admiral. <laughs> Brad and the Admiral. It's a good... Sound like a radio duo. Will be ready and willing to answer the call should King Brady ever need reinforcements in his epic, extra-dimensional fight against Dickbot. I've attached a couple pics, as these boys really are the cutest. Thank you so much for everything, and long may the podcast continue. You good boys, brave boys, say my name, Fiona.
0: Say my name, even if it isn't. Fiona. Did you get That's that? That's a throwback. Yeah, it was a throwback. Um I've this last one I've got for you here, Tim, is just someone called Ben. It was from grown
1: ups, everyone. Who says so you know, Hey Timbles I'm sending, I got but I gotta send you these pictures of the rats and I don't know how I forgot you the email. Uh
0: hey Timbles. I'm gonna be in Auckland on Friday if you're free. Wanna grab a beer on Friday evening? Tim, yes or no? Do you wanna take a chance with a man named Ben, who's from Maryland?
1: When was this sent?
0: This is this Friday.
1: Oh, is it still like kosher? Yeah, it's still, still valid. Still within Friday. Let's open up my calendar, eh? What's his name? Ben. Oh, I'm flying to um Wellington for my
0: sister's thirtieth. Uh, well there you go. So sorry, Ben. We're the crack though? I reckon you Tim would close have done it. Too, Had he been
1: Absolutely. Oh, these rats I'm, are cute. Love
0: a beer. They're good, eh? Fuck, tails are scary though. Their tails are what get me.
1: I'd love a rat. I've always been quite fond of rats. always wanted a, a pet rat. You're a loon, age.
0: you're a loon, you're a loon. You're a lunatic, my friend. Uh, yeah. Look, that, that's about it from me for now. Have you got anything you'd like to say?
1: God, I'd like to say that um, uh, I'd like to sort of say I'm sorry that we haven't had uh, more stuff up in the last little while, but I've you know we've both been away from our, our homes, you see. Yeah, we've been away, um, but we're going to get back onto it. Uh, getting on the Patreon buzz, looking at some movies. Yeah, there's a couple it. of things the new brain... happening quietly in, in the background as well. The new brain film say. is um, is it upon us yet? No, not yet. I'm very excited though. I think it's it's a little ways off. Uh, now, what's it called again? Let me try and look this up. I've Got a very loud keyboard, so. Sorry if that's blasting in your ear holes, me bashing on the keys. Filmography. Twisted Pear. There it is. 2018. He's released the trailer for it, which is very
0: exciting. I haven't seen that that yet. So that's something something to look forward to watching. Um, I'd just like to quickly say, to any of you listening in New York, uh, I'm putting on two shows in September very shortly. Uh, One of them is on September the 15th. That's a Saturday at Union Hall. It's called I'm Friends with These People. Uh, And it's a show in which I try and showcase how good of friends I am with some comedians. And uh, they react however they see fit. Uh, So they'll give me an honest reaction and gauge on how close our friendship is. Uh, Could be great. You know, I could feel very lonely afterwards. Uh, And the other one is on the 18th of September at UCB East and that one is called Guy Montgomery Brings New Zealand to You. Fully aware that not everyone gets the opportunity to visit, let alone live in New Zealand, I will do my best to represent our fine country uh, and, and showcase the parts of New Zealand that they do and don't want you to see uh, with a show featuring various different comics and New Zealand celebrities, characters and guests uh both of those if you follow me on twitter at guy underscore mont will be relentlessly promoted um because (laughs) this sounds like a great show guy yeah i'm I'm missing it it should be good fun i am uh sort of it's gonna be good i just hope that you know people come that's all you can hope for isn't it you should tape it hit record on that maybe i will maybe i will
1: Guy, there's a phenomenon in memory called uh, the list effect, I think, which is that you should tell people the important thing last so they don't forget it. But I just, I got to talk over your promotion of your own comedy shows to bring you the Twisted Pair film movie website. It is a feast for the eyes and a website for the ages if the age was
0: 2003. Ah, man, I'm going to look it up right now.
1: Um, Identical twin brothers become hybrid AI, artificial intelligence entities, yet are torn in different stop directions. Re-
0: no, stop reading. You're burning their memory of my... You're, like, these people can just look it up. This is the log line, bro. This is just like... I know, but already it's got brain all over it. It's a, it's a, a, It's a mess. Man, this film. The website
1: will tell you a few facts. One of those is that it's a Neil Breen Films oh my God. Presents. One of them is that it's written, produced, and directed by Neil Breen. Uh, and another is that it's copyright 2018 Neil Breen and Neil Breen Films. All right. Well, it's also I'm, made in the USA, which the, the website clou- uh, proudly displays. It's a crisp hour 29.
0: Yeah, of which you can see 3 minutes 53 if you watch what is listed as the trailer. It's too long, Neil. That's too long Fine. for a trailer. <laughs> uh, look, I, I want to end this conversation so that at least one person remembers to come to the shows. They're going to be good shows. Go to the shows, you New Yorkers.
1: Uh, great to talk to you, Guy. I'll see you soon for a, a bad movie watch because I've heard that no one's doing that on the podcast medium yet. So I thought we've really we've got a chance to zip in there, do something a bit new and special. Yeah, buddy.
0: Bad movie reviews. I I'm like the sound it. of that Have a good one everybody Stay safe Bye friends Well it's the friend zone With Tim and Guy Come to the friend zone And have a good time Yes it's the friend zone With Tim and Guy Cause making friends Is the best idea of all time